Back to September, back to routine. There are elements of it that feel fantastic. There are elements of it that feel like it's a lot of work. And then you start to realize, oh yeah, I have not really been disciplined with anything through the course of the summer. I mean, we always say Christmas is the time to let it go. I have a feeling that it's sort of July and August. It was really let things go. Alyssa B is here. Nourished.ca is her website for healthy food, mindful uh, living and, and all those bits and pieces. Alyssa, welcome back to, I say it's welcome back to parenting again, because we actually have to know where our kids are. Yeah, there is. Welcome back to reality is what I'd like to call it. Yeah, no kidding. Okay, I wanted to talk about food uh, in that mm -hmm. uh, some of these routines and bits and pieces. I got very mm -hmm. excited. There's something inside me at this time of year that kicks in about get back to the hockey rink, do all of these things, uh, which also means slow cooker, <laughs> freezing some chili, those kinds of things. So I get excited by that. Does this, uh, this kind of get you excited to get back in the routine? It does get me excited to get back into some type of routine, knowing what we're eating every day, not being, you know, constantly on the road with the constant road stacks and, and things like that. So I do like to have a routine in place, September, October, November, and then chili will start more like January and February. Yeah, well, my climate is a little different than your climate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Let's yeah. Be but it's that it feels good. It feels good to know that you're know what you're going to be eating. You know what you're cooking, and it just feels good to have, I guess, organization and have some kind of routine and have some kind of uh, just knowing what you're doing next. I mean, summer, and that's 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 the way September should be because the summer should be loose and summer should be easy flow. Go with it and see what happens and. And I think we thrive on all different ways, but now is the time to kind of get excited and get back into what really, what we know works best for our body. All right, let's talk about victories from the summer. Um, victories yeah. from the summer for me um, and, okay. and failures um, included, uh, I, kale salads became a big part of my summer, so that was all right. Um, You're speaking my language. You are I so know, speaking my language. The, uh, the smoothies dropped off. I found spinach really hard to get through the summer, at least inconvenient to get. So I didn't buy spinach because it wasn't at my normal stores, right? Like, so that sucked. So that those all that's those really, kind of fell off. That's interesting. Right? Yeah. So you'll well, start I, back up with your smoothie, your smoothies, I hope so. and your green I think juices. So. The uh, the other wins for me were, you know, I my coffee. Uh, I've actually uh, taken it back and moved a little bit more into decaf recently. Um, but at the same time, in the summertime, I do make my uh, iced coffee in the morning, which has sugar in it. And I'm not a sugar person. Yeah. So I do enjoy it. And then I find myself starting to crave sugar again after about six weeks. And then I'm like, yeah, I got to stop. So, mm -hmm. I mean, those are kind of some wins and some losses from the summer. What did you go through? Okay. Well, I ate out way too much. I don't enjoy eating out. I like eating out once in a while. I like to cook mostly. Um, so I definitely ate out a lot because I was visiting family back east. Um, nothing wrong with eating out, but I do like to have more control of the food I eat because at least in the United States, even if you think you're eating healthy, there's a lot of hidden stuff in the food there that um, I know isn't healthy because I could tell by the way I was feeling. So that was kind of a bit of a loss. Um, I definitely kept up on my smoothie train though because green smoothies are the foundation of my program. And I just know and feel how good it is for me. So I was very happy to know that I was able to make green smoothies even when I was traveling because I was staying at, you know, parents' houses and things like that. Um, definitely had my Sarah ice cream. 
So looking forward to, you know, not mixing the sugar all together, but just kind of cutting down because my philosophy is you have to enjoy life. You have to do the things that give you pleasure. I mean, how can you not have ice cream with your, with your children? They grow up so fast. So definitely had lots of ice cream, lots of gelato, but now looking back, I'm very looking forward. I'm very excited to kind of get into a simpler, better and healthier routine. And as a nutritionist, this is what I do best. I get to do that and I get to recalibrate. And what is really easy is to be like, okay, let that go over there and let's like start, start yep. right now, start fresh. No guilt, nothing like that. Just how can I do better? Yeah. Now, now's the moment. Don't have to wait for a new day, new week or new year. Um, there, although I have to say there was a guy that was really, really grouchy this summer that I ran into. And to your point about ice cream and being free, I even said my response to this guy, he was so grouchy. He was mad at everything, parking lot, all oh. that stuff. And I just said, I, I said, somebody needs to take you for an ice cream cone and make you happy. <laughs> did you do that? Did you I do did, that? Yeah. I said that to uh, him. That was my comeback. Okay. You're so grouchy. You just need to l relax and let someone take you for an ice cream cone and make you happy. So did, he, did, you, did you get a smile? Uh, yeah, kind of. I, what do you okay. say to that? I guess I, I know. <laughs> no, he'll come back. I just walked away. It was good. Anyway, um, back to the routine, back to it. What do we got? Where do we start? All right. So I think, especially for busy families now is like such a hectic time. Cause you're, you know, getting your schedules organized, the activities, school, who's doing what, where's everybody going? The best piece of advice I can give to anybody who's caring for kids is to make a plan, make a meal plan. Know where you are three or four nights a week. Make a meal plan. What are you having for dinner Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday? What are you having for dinner when everybody's home? Or what are you having on the stove when people come home and, there's, and they're busy and there's something for them to eat? Because nothing feels worse when you're stressed, when there's not a lot of food in the house. You will automatically go to takeout or do a fast food thing or do a skip the dishes. And then we don't have as much, nearly as much control over our food. And it breaks the bank, quite frankly. So yeah. Take five minutes. It's literally five minutes, Shane. It's, it doesn't have to be complex. It's, I'm not talking gourmet here. I's just saying organize where who's who's eating home, where is everybody, and what can I leave on the stove that will be okay for you know an hour or two so someone can come home and help themselves. So make a plan. What are you eating? Make are you gonna plan. have chicken and salad, potatoes? Uh, are you doing veggies one night? Are you going vegetarian one night? Are you making enchiladas? Are you taking something from the freezer? Are you cooking a lot and then freezing it so you can grab from the freezer? Make a plan and then grocery shop one time. Yeah, so do you, is that what you do? Is it like a one week snapshot that you scribble it all out and say, okay, well, I'm gonna make, uh, well, I'll tell you what, it was something I did last week. What did I do? It was uh, pork. I bought some pork and, oh, I did it with a, a sauce and just some egg noodles just because it's one of my, it was cold rainy day. It's one of my favorite cold rainy day guilty pleasures from when I was a kid. And um, so I did that, but I knew that when I bought the pork, I bought extra, cooked it, cut it, froze it. They're leftover, right? Knowing that I was going to make stir fry later in the week. And so mm -hmm. is that what you do? Like you kind of go, okay, well, Monday we'll do this mm -hmm. and I'm going to save this much and do this on Wednesday. And then by Tuesday yep. I've got, and then exactly what I Wednesdays do. of whatever's in the fridge kind of day. Yeah. I always have an eat, I call it eat down the fridge night. I always have that. It's usually like a Saturday or, or, or Sunday, um, like what I'm doing. So basically it's usually on a napkin or I'm usually waiting in the car for something. And, you know, whether my kids at volleyball or they're playing field hockey or riding horses, like I just kind of know where people are. 
And this is what we're going to do when I take the chicken from Monday night and I use it in the stir fry for Wednesday night. And I just make a plan. So then I can just go to the grocery store one time because it saves, I'm trying to save time and I'm trying to save money. And these are, this is the best way to save time. A, you're only grocery shopping once. You're knowing what you're cooking. So it's like you have a plan when you come home from work. Uh, you have a plan when your kids are home. You know what you're doing. So you're saving time and you're saving money by not going back and forth to the grocery store two to three times a week. Do you do sauces in advance? Uh, like, because you make your own stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming if you had a spaghetti, I made, I'm assuming you're not using stuff from a can as often. Uh, well, I, I do for, for marinara sauce. I buy just a really simple one. Mazzetti is the brand that I like. It's really simple. It has all the good stuff in it and no added sugars or no added preservatives. Um, but like salad dressings and whatnot, I make about two salad dressings a week because I work from home. So does my husband. So we also eat lunches here and lunches usually consist of some kind of salad with the protein. So getting to that point, I batch cook. So let's say now I know that I'm going to be home three times for lunch this week. We're going to eat together as a family four times a week. I'll batch cook. So I'll make, I'll just do a simple chicken and I'll do salad dressings. I will do a big pot of quinoa or rice and I'll do a big pot of like oats. So we'll eat oatmeal all week. Everybody likes oatmeal. That's our breakfast. Um, lunches will be vegetables and salads with something that I've already roasted like chicken or tofu. Um, so I always have leftovers in the fridge. So I buy extra, I cook extra by the end of three or four days. If it hasn't been eaten like the chicken or the tofu, I freeze it. And then the next week or two weeks after, or let's say we go on a trip, I'm coming home from the airport or something. I just take it out of the fridge, the freezer and defrost it. So it's just kind of planning ahead. Mm -hmm. If you end up with uh, small batches of extra chicken, like two or three of them, do you just sort of leave them in the freezer and then pull them all out and mix them together and restart to sort of combine yeah. that way? Because one of the things that I, I think yeah. I struggled with is, well, there's not enough here for this. So I'll leave it in the fridge and then it'll either go bad or it'll force feed it into some that's, other meal and it sucks. But that's okay if you force feed it. Like that's okay if you force it. Really? I mean, if you're planning your meals, here's what I like to say. It's like, have your protein. Have your healthy carbs, whether that's a sweet potatoes or rice or a quinoa, and have your veggies, okay? And then have your magic flavor factor, which is the sauce. So whether that's, you know, a vinaigrette or a tahini dressing, and then you really can just play around with whatever you have that's already been cooked in your fridge. So you have your leafy greens, you have your clean proteins, you have a healthy starch, and you have your flavor factor, which comes from the sauce. Okay. That's, the, that's pretty much the foundation of my program. It's like leafy greens clean proteins, a small healthy starch like a sweet potato and your flavor factor, which is, you know, one of these salad dressings that you can even use as marinades. Mm, good stuff. Okay. Uh, Lisa B is here. It is nourished.ca. And um, can we get into some specifics of the meals? Because I know that um, the shift heads love when we share a recipe or two from your website for them. Sure. Well, I just made a vegetarian lasagna. Um, I do believe it's on my website. If not, it will go up very shortly. And that is a crowd pleaser. And there's always leftovers. So it's like one, one big dish and it's loaded with veggies. Half of it is half of it. I actually put meat in because one of my daughters likes meat. The other is has lentils as its protein. I will, I will send you the link. So you guys have that right up and available. Um, but that's an easy one. Again, batch cooking like rice and quinoa, and then you have your chicken and you have some sauce. These are all really easy things that you can have on, on hand in your fridge already done, and you can combine them in any way that you want. 
I think what I will do, Shane, is I'll just send you over some of my favorite sauces and favorite weekday recipes so your shift heads can really uh, read up and enjoy and see how to do it. But one thing that saves a ton of time, and it may seem a little tedious in the beginning, is that after you're home from the market, go into the, take all your stuff out, put it into the sink, wash it like your lettuces have to be washed, your carrots, your peppers, and chop it up. Chop up your lettuce, put it in a clear glass container, put it in the fridge, do the same thing for your onions. Because I mean, I don't know about you, but I certainly don't like to cut onions every time a recipe calls for onions and garlic. It's like, oh, I have to deal with just onion mess again. So I just cut like two or three red onions and like a clove of garlic and I put it in my fridge in, in glass containers. And I do that for peppers, carrots, celery, all of my veggies. So on a really busy night, I can just pull all the veggies out. Everything is pre-chopped and I can just combine and make a meal right from what I have in my glass containers. That is probably my number two time-saving technique when it comes to prepping food, dealing with dinner prep, and, and dealing with, frankly, what are we going to have for dinner, which is the question I get asked how many times a day. I mean, I'm sure every every family, every person who cooks in their family gets that same question, what's for dinner? I get text, what's for dinner? It's like, okay, here's the meal plan for the week. Well, that's interesting that you say that because I don't think we plan that part. Um, you know, we just talked about, you know, planning the, the menu for the week, but I don't think we plan the, the, the grocery trip so much either. We always toss it into, you know, I'm going to stop at the grocery store on the way home as opposed to going there and planning that time. I mean, how many times I can't be the only one, how many times have you come home and there has literally, you've dropped the grocery bags on the counter and had to do something else before you can even attend to it. Right. And then you're like, all right, I got to put the meat in the fridge. Right. Like you, I mean, that happens. People do that. And so when I've never even considered this before until you just said that, but that would be to me the, one of the ways to to do this is to say, okay, well, I'm going to go to the grocery store at two. I'm going to be out of there by three. I'll be home, but I'm not doing anything else until all the stuff's put away. I mean that, that again, that comes into that planning thing. Yeah. It's part of the planning, but you will save so much time planning your dinners and cooking your dinners night of. I mean, when all of your chopping is finished and all your washing is finished and all you have to do is take the glass containers out of the fridge, put them on the, put them on the Island and be like, okay, I need this, 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 this all goes into one big pot. Let me add my protein. This goes here. It's all, all the mess and all the chopping is done because you took the 10, 15 minutes. I mean, when you're doing it, it only takes 10 or 15 minutes. If you're getting out an onion and you're starting to cut your onion and it's only for the onion for your meal, it takes so much longer than if you already have it already pre done. And like, you also have it in your head, like, okay, I'm doing this. This is my meal prep for the week. That is a, it's it's a time saving technique that you have to, you're right. You have to get your head around because usually when you come home, there's other things that have to get, get organized and get intend to. But if that's part of your prep time, it makes your total dinner prep time so much faster. Love that. Okay. Um, what about swapping out ingredients? I know that some people are very square. They're like, I can't make this recipe because I don't have exactly the right things. And I was looking at the recipe, the, uh, Malaysian shrimp curry that you have on your site. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. it's got, you know, this one. one's got, you know, shrimp and tofu and things like that. But if someone's got pork and that's what they can afford to buy today, huh? yes, right, be creative, be creative. And that's, and it, sometimes people get really stuck on the little details of a recipe. Have a little faith in yourself and use your creativity because you can look at a recipe and you can look at the gist of it and you know, if you're going to like it or if your family's going to like it. But if you don't have the the main thing, you can, 
absolutely swap it out for a different protein. Or let's say I don't have spinach. The recipe calls for spinach, but I have kale or I have watercress or I have Swiss chard. Just swap it out. It usually won't be a big deal. I mean, I would not swap, you know, it depends on what it is, but if it's a similar item, it's absolutely use your creativity. I think recipes should be more of a guideline unless you're right. baking because baking is a science. Um, yeah. So unless you're baking, but if you're, if you're creating, you know, recipes off like my website, for instance, which I have tons of dinner recipes and tons of sauce recipes, the sauce is really where it's at. Um, be, be creative and, and have confidence, have confidence. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be exact. And people get, stuck on that. A lot of people get really stuck on that. They'll look at a recipe and they'll get overwhelmed by they might not know what an ingredient is, or they might get overwhelmed on on the amount of ingredients, or they don't have the ingredients. Swap it out. Just do your best to swap it out. I mean, if you don't have curry and you're making a curry, then that's, you need the curry to make a curry. But for the most part, you can swap out the things. Yeah. Yeah. If you're making a uh, kale salad and you don't have kale, well, that becomes problematic. Um, right. We can make, we can take, we can do the same thing with romaine though. I mean, you can yeah. pretty much do the same thing with romaine lettuce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I like that. The, um, one of the things that I'd learned was that I took, I wanted to make beef and broccoli. I love beef and broccoli. Yeah. Um, broccoli's quite usually quite cheap. Um, beef used to and, be. <laughs> and, and broccoli is so good for you. It's definitely mm-hmm. one of those anti-cancer foods. It's an anti-inflammatory and broccoli you know, you can use the stalks of the broccoli. So it's a low waste food as well. Yeah. You can actually use the stalks and they taste just oh. the same. They cook the same. I was going to tell you one of the things that I, I had seen um, that you'd be really probably thought of you this summer. It was in July. Oh, I love I was that. In, I, love I was that. in Ottawa and um, I just had seen on something the this um, a broccoli stalks thing about, um, you know, broccoli stalks are really good. Don't throw them out. And I yeah. just kind of scrolled by them. And um, what the person had done is they basically dipped them and breaded them and then air fried them into like carrot oh, sticks, right? That sounds amazing. And I was like, so Mel and I were like, let's just try it. And so we just did it because we had broccoli that we were going to have for supper that night. And um, and they were quite fantastic. I got to tell you, they, like a broccoli stock I can stick. tell. I can good. tell by the smile on your face. Yeah, yeah they do sound yeah. great. Yeah. Anyway, you can uh, do that with a lot of veggies. The point I was going to say was that I like it because you put in, you can put anything in it, really onions mm-hmm. and mushrooms and all the things, but, um, swapped it out for pork. Didn't tell anybody. Nobody knew. Okay. There you go. So you could even, do you think you could do that for to- with tofu or do you think no. people would know? Yeah, I don't know if I'm there yet. I mean, you've convinced me a lot of things, Alyssa. I don't know if we're going to get yet. you there. We are going to get you there just a little bit. It is Monday. It's meatless Monday today. So we can do it. We can do it. Yeah. Uh, have- well, you enjoy that meatless Monday. I will, uh, <laughs> I will cheer you on from afar. And, uh, you can we just will have go- your veggies too. Nice. We'll get Alyssa to send a couple of recipes over that lasagna one I as will. well. And everything else that we've got there, we'll pass those on and we will get, um, we will share those at shiftheads.ca on the Facebook page. Great to see you. Welcome back. Thank you. You too. Back to routine. Here we go.